What you want is sometimes far from what you get. At Harry Ritchie's, we want you to get the heart-stopping, high-fiving diamond gift you want and pay for it the way you want. Our in-house financing lets you make payments that fit your budget and your life. Plus, at Harry Ritchie's, our jewelry is priced at an everyday, real price. That means you get all of the dazzle with none of the haggling. More boom for your buck. Now open at Clackamas Promenade. Harry Ritchie's, truly you. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And today's episode, as you can tell by the title, it'll be centered around the Raiders' win in, in overtime against the against the Ravens, 33-27. to And if you guys watched the game or if you guys heard about it, it was a nail-biter. I swear, I think I have an extra gray hair or two in my head somewhere. I'm pretty sure some of you guys, if you guys saw the, the broadcast, the TV broadcast, did you guys catch that little girl at the end? Uh, who had her hands like on her head that's exactly how um, i looked anyways just to get off of that here guys just go right into the game as i mentioned raiders did win in overtime 33 to 27 they went off of a great uh pass and reception from zay jones from well from Derek carr to zay jones uh to seal it in in overtime now just to get right into the game here, but um, and just to go and talk about the game overall, what I observed, what you guys maybe saw, and some of the some of the key components, and to shout out a couple of players. That's ultimately what you're hearing in this podcast. But before I get into that, I did want to remind you guys: you guys can find me on Instagram. You guys can find me as well on Twitter. It'll be the same handle. It's going to be West Coast Pod Seven O Two. Again, that's West Coast Pod Seven O Two. I also have an email address where you can hit me up on there in case you're not on social media. And that's going to be West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. So definitely go check me out there, guys. So uh, just to get right into the pod, uh, right, just to get right into the podcast here, guys. I actually got a chance to watch the game here with my dad, my mom, and my wife. Uh, you know, got to got to do a nice little family thing over there at my parents' house. And I got to say, it started off really, really bad. <laughs> I was getting really worried. You should have heard the type of cuss words that my dad was saying to the TV. But uh, the Raiders started off pretty bad, 14-0. Uh, looks like overall just the offense kind of started off a little slow. Maybe people weren't on the same page, and that's kind of expected. Um, if for those of you guys who kept in touch with the uh, with the preseason games, you guys noticed that, or even practices, you guys noticed that a lot of the starters, you know, Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, you know, uh, most of these guys, uh, Henry Ruggs, these guys were not practicing every single day. These guys were not. Uh, out there on preseason so you can expect maybe it might take them a little bit of time to you know get on the same page you saw a couple passes from Derek Carr to Darren Waller where they were a little off mark or maybe Darren Waller should use two hands instead of one you know on a, on one on like one catch I could think of you know even though with all those mistakes or all those like mismatch or not mismatches or all those little uh, you know, kind of things where they just weren't not where they weren't on the same page, you know, which is definitely expected to be week one coming back from the from an off season, you know, and as I mentioned, having that lack of practice and lack of, uh, you know, time time to play with each other. But 
Overall, even then, Darren Waller was still able to come down with some big with some big numbers. So was Derek Carr and, and a few other players. So uh, with the offense starting slow there, guys, guess what I was worried about most? The defense. Now, was the defense going to actually go ahead and hold up and the defense was actually going to kind of was going to limit them from scoring as many points? Because as we know, the Baltimore Ravens, they're a pretty explosive offense, or at least they can be. You know, with having uh, Lamar Jackson being one of the fastest guys and at a quarterback position, it's pretty damn dangerous to have that guy back there. But overall, our defense was able to go ahead and look way, way, way better from last season, if you ask me. Now, the defense was able to apply pressure and they were able to apply pressure with just their front four. And I got to go ahead and start and I got to say it right away from the beginning. Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby, man. These guys are going to be animals all freaking year. They ended up playing very, very well. They applied so much pressure. They made sure that there was no way for Lamar Jackson to kind of sneak outside of the, uh, from the left or the right. He literally had only one option, and that was to run up the middle, run up the gut. Uh, so definitely really impressed with defense from the very beginning. They were only able to allow the Baltimore Ravens to get off to a 14-0 uh, start. Then after that, the... Our offense started to get back on the same page together. They started looking a little bit more like themselves again. Uh, the the offensive line was able to apply some uh, some protection as well. Now, we had some people out. I believe it was Richie Incognito who was out for, for the game. He ended up uh, having a, a calf uh, injury, if I'm not mistaken. And overall, our, our new right, uh, right tackle, Alex Leatherwood, he was able to hold up pretty damn well. Uh, for being a rookie and everything, he made some rookie mistakes, of course, and that's gonna be known. You know, him being him being it's being him uh, it being his first year in the in the NFL, it's known that he's gonna have some mistakes here and there. So that's all. That's all. It's all. It's all good when it comes down to all that. Now, offense overall looked like it was just kind of not able to kind of get in the same groove as well because we kind of had a lack of uh, run protection or or not run protection, but a lack of run um, production. You know, there was uh, Josh Jacobs. Looked, he didn't really look himself. He looked like he got hurt some at some point early in this early in the game. So it seems like it was going to take him some time to kind of, you know, get back into the grooves. But it just seemed like overall, like he was just playing hurt out there. I'm hoping that maybe the, uh, we take some he takes some time off or at least he takes uh, these next few days off to kind of recuperate and we can have him back again for the uh, for the Steelers. Now. To get into kind of like the second half, because uh, the first half ended with the Raiders uh, being down three points, 14 to, seven, 14 to 17, uh, you know, ended up, you know, just kind of kind of fading out a little bit there. We had a lot of momentum going into it and everything there, but it uh, looks like overall we were just uh, three points short there. Uh, overall, I was really impressed with how the first half ended. Uh, the, the second half was really where it got started. I really, I really, impre- I was really, really impressed with how the defense was just able to stay you know, energized. And that's overall what our new defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, had been talking about uh, to keep. Uh, he wanted to make sure that they, that we had multiple uh, lineups for the defense. You know, we wanted to have multiple guys to be up there in the front four, multiple linebackers, mo- multiple defensive backs. That way, so our guys are able to stay fresh out there. And that, that and something big will come up with that here at the later on, especially in the overtime uh, period that I'll be talking about. So the defense looked fresh pretty much all the way out through even the second half as well. They were able to really keep the the, the Raiders in in the game. We're, they were able to keep us in the game honestly, you know, until the uh, our offense really started getting cooking. I ended up noticing on our defensive side a few people that ended up really sticking out. I already kind of mentioned Yannick Ngakwe and Max Cro- and Max Crosby. 
Max actually ended up with two sacks, uh, six total uh, completed tackles. Dude was a monster out there. He ended up getting Lamar Jackson twice. Uh, I mean, for the, he ended up coming up with a big one in overtime. That pretty much kind of sealed the game. Uh, he, as well um, uh, as well, Carl Nassib, uh, this guy ended up getting uh, one of the big uh, sacks, and I believe it was like the fumble uh, that ended up kind of sealing the game as well, or, or towards the end of the game that got us the ball back. So it was really, really impressive just overall on the defensive side. Um, as if you guys can remember, one of, my, one of the previous podcasts that I did where I, t- I mentioned the uh, – the chant or the uh, the saying that's going to be going around for the defense, I guess, Bradley Gantz for the guys. If you guys can remember it, say it with me right now. Fast, physical, ball out. So that's exactly what they ended up doing in this for the defense, guys. They played very fast. I mean, that defense is fast. If you guys can't, if you guys couldn't really pay attention or if you guys didn't notice, definitely try to pay attention to that next next game. That very, the defense is very, very fast. They want to play physical. They want to make sure that you feel them out there. That anytime that they hit you, they're they're you're gonna you're gonna feel it. There was a couple times where I saw Lamar Jackson when he got hit. He it took him a minute to get back up. And now ball out. I think we had a total a total of two fumbles. It would have been three, I think. But uh, we had a total of three uh, two fumbles in the game. So definitely definitely uh, impressed with all that. Uh, if you guys can remember last year, we didn't have many turnovers. The defense was one of the worst teams in creating turnovers, and we started off this year with two turnovers to start off this to start off the season. So that's a great way to go ahead and start. I'm really really impressed with the defense, guys. If you guys can't, if you guys haven't noticed that there's a theme going on with this podcast today. <laughs> so, just to get off of the defense here, guys, and to give you a little bit of respect to some of the guys on the offense there. Now you guys know um, what quarter, what who I really like on the offensive side. DC is my quarterback. Derek Carr ended up playing great. He had 400 plus, uh, 400 plus passing yards, two touchdowns. He did have that early interception in the game, which is what I was talking about. It just took a little bit of time for the offense to get going, but he made up for it with getting that, uh, with getting two touchdowns to make up for it. He ended up with an 89% uh, QB rating at the end of the day, uh, or at the end of the game. Uh, Darren Waller, 10 catches over 100 yards. Dude just kind of picked up from where he from where he left off last year. Now again, there's there's a couple mismatches or a couple little mistakes here with the not catching balls, a couple drop ones, but no big deal or anything like that. I really think it was just because of the, it's the first game. Hunter Renfro, man, third and Renfro. This guy just keeps on coming up in the clutch for us. You know, he keeps on making big catches, really impressive catches if I'm, as well. It was nice to see that uh, Henry Ruggs got started or got involved in, into the game. And then Zay Jones, man, this guy had two catches and he had one of the big, he had the catch, the catch at the end of the game that ended up sealing the game for the Raiders and got us that victory. Now, I mentioned Unique Ngakwe, Max Crosby, uh, Carl Nassib. Uh, KJ Wright was another one of the guys on the defense there. He ended up coming up with some big plays. He is literally just what we signed up for. He is a good, solid veteran linebacker that makes big plays when we need him. He had that really nice stunt where he was kind of playing like if he was not gonna be uh, rushing the quarterback. The next thing you know, he just picks a he picks a a gap and just shoots for it, and he ends up getting a really good uh, a really good tackle that stopped the play pretty much right in the back. So really, really, so a lot of uh, great defensive plays, a lot of great offensive plays as well. Now. We'll get right into the overtime period here, guys. Now, if you guys watch the whole game, you guys could definitely... I mean, I don't know about you guys. I was stressing out at that overtime. I was very, very excited. Me and my me and my pops were really excited when they got that coin toss. We 
went from cussing out the TV to thinking we got this to cussing out the TV again to thinking like what the hell are we what the hell are we doing? <laughs> so from the very beginning, I thought, okay, cool, we got this. We're gonna be able to just march down the field and be able to go and get that touchdown. When they started talking about when they ended up losing the ball in the in the end zone, I was just I was I, I was livid, guys. I don't understand how Willie Sneed could not get that ball. He's a professional football player who is paid to catch a football, and he couldn't catch a football that went straight through his hands. I mean, Derek Carr, he had no he he had he had cameras all over him, and you were able to tell when he, when somebody didn't catch a ball that was right in his hands, he he let them know. You know, so uh, overall, when it came down to when it came down to Willie Sneed not coming up with that, that I mean that that could have been the game right there. Overall, we were fortunate enough that we still won the game, but damn, that was close. I was I was I was tripping out on that point, guys. Now, when we ended up getting the ball back after that turnover with the uh, with Carl Nassib, I uh, ultimately thought that it was gonna be game over, that we were gonna be, you know, it was it was gonna be done. When we ended up getting the ball back, and we thought that we were the and they were looking into kicking the field goal after playing just one down on second down there. I had no idea what they were doing. I was getting ready to start questioning the play calling and everything again, guys. I mean, I, I kind of still do. I mean, overall, play calling in the red zone was really good this this time around. Uh, Brian Edwards came through in the clutch in the, in the red zone as well. He had a couple. He had a really he had some really really great uh, catches down the stretch. But when it comes down to um, that play calling in the end, I I am a firm believer in whatever you're gonna be doing, you need to have confidence in it, right? If you don't have confidence in what you're doing, then you're going to go in there thinking you're going to be half-assed at it or that you're not going to be fully like fully mentally engaged in it. And if that's the case, then you might as well just shoot yourself now. You might as well lose now. But thank God that they were able to kind of get their wits about them and they were like and they said fuck fuck the field goal, we're just going to go for it. Then Zay Jones runs out for that nice pass. DC just floats it out there. Zay catches it, game over. So ultimately, guys, there was a lot of ups and downs in this game. <laughs> ultimately, what what do we always say? Just win, baby. We got the win. We got the W. We're moving on to week number two, playing against the Steelers. It's like we say, we don't give a damn how the hell we get the W. We just want the damn W, right? <laughs> but anyways, I got to mention a couple of things here, guys. The wife and I, we actually had a chance to go out to the, on the strip. We ended up getting a hotel over at the Rio um, I can not tell you enough how awesome it was to see all the Raider fans out there. And I was just in one casino, but just as well from going out to eat and stuff like that, Raider fans were all over the place. Raider hats, shirts, jerseys, everywhere. I can't tell you how awesome it is to go in and see all that. And then there was a couple Raven fans out there and as, as well. So that kind of gets me happy. Just the fact that there is a place maybe if from people who live here, who live nearby in the neighboring cities or the neighboring states of, of Nevada, they come out here to go and see their teams. You know, it's it's a good way. It's a great way for the city, for the team, for everything, you know, just overall. But I got to say, man, it looks it looks so cool. It's so great to have all the Raider fans coming out here every week and everything or just just see all the Raider, all the all the jerseys and everything all, all over all over the city. It's just absolutely amazing. Me and my pops are actually got a chance to even talk about it like. Like who would ever thought this team, our our team, our our football team followed us to our home to our hometown where we live, 
you know, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, can't, can't, you know, I really just can't wait for the rest of the season to go on by. We got the Steelers next. I'm really excited to see how that's going to turn out. I'm really excited to see how we're going to be able to play against them. You know, they got that really good uh, a running rookie running back that they got out there. So we'll see how our running game goes up or how our defense plays up against a good running back. But until then, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I hope you guys hope this sets you up uh, for your week right. And we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Until then, peace. What you want is sometimes far from what you get. At Harry Ritchie's, we want you to get the heart-stopping, high-fiving diamond gift you want and pay for it the way you want. Our in-house financing lets you make payments that fit your budget and your life. Plus, at Harry Ritchie's, our jewelry is priced at an everyday, real price. That means you get all of the dazzle with none of the haggling. More boom for your buck. Now open at Clackamas Promenade. Harry Ritchie's, truly you. Safety and access to benefits are top priorities as VA supports today's veterans. Online applications connect veterans with health care and other benefits. Telehealth provides safe, respectful care anywhere. Testing, vaccinations, and treatment help veterans during the pandemic. Housing assistance and mental health care support veterans as we all recover. Moving forward together. Choose VA today. Visit choose.va.gov.